Hey everyone, it's your friend Stretch, founder of The Impact Group, author, and host of this podcast, Leadership 101, Lessons Learned from Failing Forward. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's show. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Leadership 101 podcast. I am your host, this is Stretch, and you are in episode number seven. It is Friday, no, Friday, April 10th, and we have 20 more days of quarantine or the uh, stay-at-home order from the state of California and then across the nation. I hope everyone is staying healthy out there. And uh, But when you think about the gift of time, There's never been quite a time like this where you've been given such a gift. So 20 days from now, walk with me on this. At the end of 20 days, if you could pick one thing that you could commit to today that would improve your life, what would it be? When it's when it comes down to your your body, your fitness, or your health, uh, maybe your your balance, your your focus and connection with your uh, spouse or your children or your extended family, maybe your spiritual side, your your being, you know, a connection with God. It being Good Friday today, and then Sunday is Easter. Maybe having a, a understand that you have a purpose in life, or in your business. A lot of businesses. Have had to close or have been drastically impacted because of the coronavirus, and uh, myself included. We had a, a restaurant that I was running for the last three years, and unfortunately, um, we had to close it down. And um, you know, there's I'm not going to get into uh, save it for another podcast, but there's a lot of things that we can not do. But when we look at the, the on the other side of 20 days, what will we want? one of those categories to look like and then reverse it to today what's one thing I could commit to to getting me closer to that 20-day outcome so just something to think about all right so today um, I started this podcast to start sharing uh, a principle out of several different books that have helped me along the way over the past two decades and uh, Books are, are fantastic ways to, to gain insight, but don't be in, intimidated by all the different books because there's so many out there, and sometimes you feel like you have to read it from cover to cover, and there's actually a lot of books I have not read cover to cover, and because some of these books are meant to be like resource guides, not like novels where you have to find out who the you know the unsung hero was and who who killed this person and what was the mystery involved and um, you know all that stuff. You know sometimes you can just kind of page through, look at the table of contents, go back to an area that you highlighted, reread a section, maybe a chapter, and get one nugget that you were able to walk off with and just really think about it. So one of those things, and I'm going to give you a couple different topics today. Um, but one of those things, I was past a little trifold planner one time when I was working in a restaurant as a manager. And inside this little pamphlet, that is supposed to be like a little planner that you kind of put in your pocket. And at the bottom of them, it said, catch people doing things right. And until that time, I had struggled trying to get my teams to uh, 
to do things correctly or I would tell people what the policy was. I'd tell people what they were doing wrong. Uh, I, would, I, I would not stop and praise someone just for doing their job. I didn't really see, it, it just didn't occur to me. Not that it wasn't, that that was inherently bad or anything like that, I just didn't think about it. And until I saw that phrase, and once I did, it changed my perspective drastically. I started praising people for the simple things, such as, hey John, Thank you so much for filling up all those water bottles. I really appreciate it. Now, John didn't find a cure for cancer. And, and I said this out, uh, out loud in front of everyone else. But what it did was it gave him a little praise. And what everyone else heard was John did something good and the manager praised him for it. That means if I do that same thing, that's a good thing. So you kind of, you end up deputizing everyone to do the, the same type of behavior. So one of the books that was profound was the book by Ken Blanchard called The One Minute Manager. Famous book. It's written in a storyline narrative. Uh, it's really thin. If you're a slow reader like me, you can read it in a couple days. If you're a fast reader, you can probably read it in an hour. But one of the topics that ran out of the book, um, he, he wrote was, don't work harder, work smarter. Meaning work through your people. And he said to the entrepreneur who came to see him, I guess I suppose that you work at some type of organization where it's a hierarchy, where the top guy is on top, you know, the CEO, president, and go down to a vice president, some middle level management, and then your frontline workers. And the entrepreneur said, yeah, that's right. That's, that's about right. And he's like, my suggestion as it, you flip that upside down, and I'll read it to him. I prefer to turn the pyramid upside down so that the top managers are at the bottom. What happens then, there is a subtle but powerful twist in who is responsible and who should be responsive to whom. In other words, you're saying managers should work for their people and not for the reverse. When I did this, when I, when I read this, I went back to my store and I, I had a team of about 45 people and I was the general manager and I had managers and supervisors and uh, frontline workers under me and I looked at our phone list, something simple as that, and it was written in a pyramid hierarchy with me on top. And so I pulled it down, I went to Microsoft Excel and I created a phone list as an upside down pyramid. And so I put the stores around us in case we, we needed things and any other way we could support our neighboring um, other stores. Then our frontline employees, then our supervisors, and then under that our managers, and then under that the district manager and the regional manager and everyone's names and phone numbers. And people would ask me about that and I said, my, my reason for doing that is to make it really easy for everyone to identify who's who and be able to get someone's phone number and contact information. But, but the idea, the premise behind it is that my job is to support you doing your job. That's my job. And I need to look at, and that's, this is a visual reminder of that. So, and it begged the question, 
What training or resources or knowledge, skill set, empowerment, direction, etc., does my team need in order to execute the task at hand? When I started looking at that in that way, my capability, my functionality as a leader skyrocketed. It was a game changer for me because then I, I walked through the rooms with the idea of catch people doing things right, understanding that they can't do their best work for the customer unless I am doing my best work to give them the resources and support they need in order to do that job well. That was an absolute game changer for me. Sounds familiar, right? Because when you think about the, the, the end game, begin with the end in mind, I'm, I'm starting from a point of what can I do to give that customer down the road, down the chain of command, the best experience possible. And when I reverse that, reverse engineer that, then I see the steps that I need to take. A friend of mine named Gary J. White, he's the founder of Wake Up Warrior and an author, he had something to talk about when it came to reverse engineer production and the idea of power in production. So listen to this. I want to make sure that you understand this formula. Business itself is a function of power and production. These two things come together over and over and over again. My power is my capacity channeled into production, which then becomes the direction of my results in direct alignment to the amount of capacity or the power that I do or do not have. You see, when you start to stop doing as much and start to be more and be, think of it from a standpoint of where I'm at, where do I wanna go, and then create the steps to get there, you start to increase your capacity to think. You increase your capacity to be creative and troubleshoot and problem solve. And as, as a result, your power increases. And when your power increases, your production has the potential to increase. So reverse engineering production was another game changer for me. So the last question I asked myself was, so if I was to be someone that would go around with a helpful heart, encouraging and course correcting at the same time, what would that look like? What would that person have to maintain in their their daily walk through different rooms and talking to different employees, whether it be servers, bartenders, cooks, dishwashers, baristas, uh, vice presidents, um, customers. How would that look? How would I walk through the room and what would my, my energy be? And so it took me to start at the very beginning of the day before the shift started to think, what do I want the, this day to look like? At the end of the day, when we close the doors, what do I want it to look like? And how can I rise up to be that person and walk through and execute everything that I'm doing? So I give, give my, my, my team the resources they need, the training they need, the direction, the encouragement, the motivation. I catch people doing things right and I praise them. I, I let them know that they are important. They're the ones that I am serving. They're not serving me. I am serving them. When I made those changes, I saw a profound increase in my production and efficiency at work.
So, like I said before, you don't have to read an entire book to get something out of it. Hopefully you can just listen to this short podcast, get an idea, and it might even spark a completely different idea than anything I've been talking about, and that's totally fine. But be open to hearing the voice inside of you of, you know what, I need to make a subtle change or drastic change today. And I need to base it off of a time frame, let's say in the next 30 days, saying, this is what I want it to look like in the next 30 days. This is where I'm at. Here's the roadmap. Let's go. So have a fantastic Friday. Happy Good Friday to all of you out there. Happy Easter. And we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you.